Welcome to the You Interview Podcast. I'm You Interview founder Eric Mears. Today we have Luckiest Girl Alive author Jessica Knoll, whose real life story inspired the new Netflix movie starring Mila Kunis. We'll be hearing about that story and why she won't be giving Mila any acting advice anytime soon. As always, remember to leave us a review and a comment if you can, and stay tuned for Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Congratulations on the film. Thank you so much. Now, it's based on the, the book that you wrote. Why don't you relate um, what happened to you and why you decided to write about it? Yeah, so I wrote my book um, in, you know, I started writing my book in 2013. Um, it didn't publish until 2015. At the time, um, I wrote what happened to me into a larger story of fiction because I wasn't yet comfortable um, coming forward in a public way. And that was because of the way I was treated in the aftermath of my assault when I was in high school, um, which was I was really, you know, blamed and shamed um, and and really silenced. Like I did, you know, I, I said a couple of times I said to a doctor, I said to one of the, the guys who assaulted me, like I, I was raped, like you raped me. And people just were like, no, it, it's just too complicated. That's not what happened. It was a party. It got out of hand. So I was like really shut down around it. And I was really afraid of it's just really hard when you feel you know something is true, but everyone around you is telling you that you're wrong and won't validate your experience as you know it happened. So I was really scarred from that. And so I put it into fiction and I just thought, I'll let the world decide if they use the correct terminology around that scene and what happens to her, then I'll, I'll know that I was right. I'll, I'll have that validation. And that is what happened in the year that followed. And that's what ultimately gave me the confidence to write an essay coming forward saying that experience that Ani has in the book is inspired by my own real life assault. Um, so I really credit the women who were coming up to me for the year after the book came out, um, you know, for giving me kind of the courage to do that. And how, how did it feel once you were able to unburden yourself of that? Amazing. I mean, it really, I mean, that's just, that word is not enough. Um, it felt bigger than me. It felt it because, because it wasn't just people saying like, I'm so sorry that happened to you or like, I believe you. I mean, it was people saying I believe you because the exact same thing happened to me. And it was mm. women of all ages, all backgrounds. And, all, you know, the stories were just absolutely harrowing, you know. And that's when, you know, that's why in the movie we have that moment where it's like you realize it's so much bigger than you in a way that is still really personally um, impactful because when you realize how pervasive um this culture is of silence around stuff like this you real it really it really lifts some of the shame because part of the shame is feeling like you know they did this to me but they didn't do it to any other girl at my high school you know what 
you know, what was it I, what was I, I, what was I doing? I was putting something out there that they chose me. And then when you talk to so many other women who have had this experience, you're like, oh my God, it's like, has nothing to do with me. It's a, it's a different, it is not personal. I was not targeted because I did something wrong, because I wore the wrong thing, because, you know, I, I was too flirty or whatever, you know? Um, so there's really kind of a, there's a freeing effect to that, to realize, I mean, it's on the one hand, it's very sad that it's so pervasive, but on the other hand, it does make you feel less responsible, which is something that people tend to try and make people, you know, people who have been victims of this sort of thing, people tend to try and, you know, lay that yeah. responsibility at your feet. Yeah. Now, Mila Kunis plays uh, you in the film. Uh, how do you think she did in that role? And did you give her any specific advice about how to approach, you know, especially that uh, important scene? Hell no. I did not give Mila Kunis any <laughs> advice. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be sitting here if I did that. I mean, that's the cool, that's the best thing about Mila. Like, she's super candid. She's super bold. Um, it's really refreshing. It's really, like, amazing to me as someone who is such a, people pleaser and who wrote this character who 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 can't say what she really feels out loud and so it gets all bottled up inside of her and then she's super angry about everything and you hear that narration in the movie and Mila is just someone who just tells it like it is and like doesn't hold back and that's a like a good way to be I mean you don't have to be like intentionally hurtful like she's not like that but I'm just saying like she's just very communicative um yeah, yeah so um uh if anything she would just read it and be like Jess I I don't like this is so far from who I am in my experience in life like I'm just baffled you know like we would almost laugh about how different we were <laughs> yeah yeah so finally um I'm just curious what you hope women take away from the film and do you think the men who did this to you will watch this, and what do you what do you hope they get from it? Yeah, so you know, the to answer your first question, I hope that in general, um, I don't think it just has to be women who take something away from the film. I hope in general, people, it's a it's a movie, you know, and we do cover some difficult ground in this movie, but it's also, you know, I hope that it's entertaining for people. I hope that people feel moved by it. I hope that people think about it after. I mean, these are what all great books and films do for us, right? You know, so that's mainly the experience I want people to have. If it opens dialogue around it, as I, I really think it will, if the book did, I can't imagine that the movie wouldn't as well, maybe with kind of a whole new audience that um, wasn't there the first time around with the book. So, I, you know, I anticipate that happening. I hope that happens. Um, and I also just think, you know, I think a lot more men will come to this. Um, you know, we even in our testing audiences, like we were rating really high with men. You know, I showed the film to men in my life, to my brother, and they're like, this is a really like I'm really into this movie, you know, so I just hope it reaches more people by nature of the fact that like um, it's an intriguing character. Like she's a kind of a flawed person. Right. And we loved those. We love those characters when they're like Don Draper and Tony Soprano. So like, why not kind of have that same experience of like, you know, I don't love everything about this character and I don't agree with everything she does, but there's something about her that's watchable and I'm still rooting for her. Yeah. Jessica, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. We really appreciate hearing your story. 
We hope everyone watches Luckiest Girl Alive uh, on Netflix. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. Thanks for joining us on the You and Your Podcast today with Jessica Knoll. Uh, as always, remember to leave us a review and, and a comment if you can. And if you're interested in sponsoring these great celebrity interviews, uh, feel free to reach out at editor at youinterview.com.